What is up, RMLers? It's your boy, Cheese and Chowder, coming at you with another episode. Episode number four of the Cheese and Chowder RML podcast. I'm your host, Cheese, along with me, your other host, Chowder. Bradley, how you doing? I'm good, Cody. We got Madden 20 underway now. The chat is popping, and we're ready to roll. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It has been... Super exciting this past weekend, um, over the last few days. A lot of stuff has happened, and we're going to talk about some of that. Um, so yeah, like you said, Madden 20 is out. We're playing it. We're, we're, in, we're, in, we're in it now. Um, here it is. I mean, we already have week one in the books. Let's talk about that. I mean, less than 24 hours, we got all the games played. People are excited to play the game. Yeah, it's been it's been a uh, really exciting, and it's I, I was I was uh, shocked that we got all sixteen games played in less than twenty four hours. If that doesn't say something about RML and Madden twenty, I don't know what does. Yeah, exactly. I think we're like we were saying uh, the gameplay is you know exciting. It's new. It's different. I think a lot of people are kind of just excited to get playing again. Um, everyone's kind of looking forward to just um, starting fresh with their new teams. Uh, the draft went well. We're going to talk about um, the draft and how uh, some of these guys drafted. Um, so this episode today, we're going to be talking about uh, draft grades for specific teams. We're also going to be talking about the divisional rankings. Um, specifically today is going to be an NFC podcast. Um, so we're going to be talking about the NFC teams. Uh, the next episode, we're going to be talking about the AFC teams. All right, Brad. So... Let's jump right in. Um, where do you want to start? You want to start with uh, your boys here at the NFC North? Yeah, let's do uh, our division, see what our competition is looking like. All right, sounds good. Well, um, we're going to go bottom up as we usually do. Um, you know, again, these are our, our opinions, um, kind of just based on what we know from the past and what we have an idea for in the future. Keep in mind, it is a brand new game. Obviously, a much different game uh, gameplay wise. So there's probably going to be a ton of changes, a lot of up moving up and down of these boards. Um, so we're kind of just giving our best guesses at this point, because it's really a crapshoot. All right. So NFC North four teams. Um, we, who we got at the bottom here. We got, uh, in my opinion, uh, a, a good player. He's going to be um, having a lot to prove this year. And right away, we have arguably one of the best drafts in the entire league. We have the Minnesota Vikings coming in, uh, C-Cop. And for our draft grade, we give him an A-. minus. Yes, sir. One of very few in that A level. Um, so, yeah, what do you think, Brad? I mean, Vikings, he's going to be a good opponent for us. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to uh, facing that defensive line he has with uh, Aaron Donald leading the way. X-Factor, 99 overall, 28 years old. That's uh, obviously that first pick sets the tone for the rest of the draft, but it's not just that pick that makes it into the A-minus territory. It's a pretty deep team. 
and a pretty young team as there are only three players on his team 30 or older. So he's set up for now and for the future. So he's not like a guy that's just going to burn out, you know, have all these old guys retire and uh, regress. So I think he uh, it's some, somebody to watch for. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, yeah, he's going to be terrorizing the division with that D-line. I mean, he's also got Kenny Clark, um, really young, 23-year-old uh, D-tackle. I mean, that's going to be a really tough um, D-line, like you said. I liked his pick of uh, Jabril Peppers. That was a really solid pick. He's going to be a staple of that defense in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, really young, deep team. And he's got, like I said, he's got a lot to prove. One thing I do think is pretty crazy is how good of a draft he had from uh, being at the number one spot. Yeah, of course, you get the best player on the board in Aaron Donald, but you have 63 picks or 64 or however many picks in between your next pick. And then you have back to back, of course. But I mean, to, to have that good of a draft and, and having so many picks in between says a lot about, you know, his team building, right? Yeah, I completely agree. And, uh, you know, I'm not looking forward to playing him, like I said, but that's a pretty impressive for the number one overall spot. Yeah, should it be pretty interesting? Uh, he did get a loss week one, um, but we, he should bounce back. And uh, I believe he actually uh, he's playing me in week two. So um, I'm not looking forward to that. It's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, hopefully he brings his A game. All right, moving on. Uh, in the third spot here in the NFC North, um, is another opponent of ours. It is King Ace and the Chicago Bears. For the draft grade, we give them a B. Very solid draft. Um, as for some of those key guys on his team, uh, not really any guys that he's drafted, but I think both of his keepers are, are very good and are going to be very good in the future. Just from playing him in week one, um, he definitely is going to be thrown to Javante Cherry quite a bit. That's the receiver. Uh, he's an 84 overall, but he's got some speed, 93 speed. Um, and then he's also got a pretty good corner at uh, the guy named Charles Hadnot. Great name, 88 overall. Pretty balanced team overall. Um, anything else you're noticing? Uh, or, again, what do you think about uh, Ace there? So uh, the one thing that stands out to me is uh, Aaron Rodgers at QB, 35 years old. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers got the X factor, the gambler X factor, but 35 years old. So, you know, you're putting yourself in that range where you got to win now. His backup quarterback, Andy Dalton, who isn't that much younger, right? So he's putting – unless he drafts a quarterback or something, but he's, he has uh, 14 players 30 or older, which is uh, a lot compared to some of these other teams that were drafted, 14 players 25 or, young, or younger. So a little bit of a balance there. But it seems like he's kind of in win-now mode a little bit. I mean, look at the quarterback tight end position, but some of the aspects are also young. So it's hard to tell. Yeah, I, like, I think you have to have a good balance um, when you're looking to build a team. And, you know, you don't want to go, you know, I mean, it depends on what how you want to do it. But you can go super young. You can go kind of super old. Or you can have that balance where, yeah, you can be in win-now mode. But if you, you know, if, you, if you're not winning, you can still build for the future. And he can draft, you know, in the next year, in the upcoming drafts. Um, but yeah, uh, he's he's going to be interesting. I think he's uh, a solid player, and I think he's going to put up some uh, some interesting numbers with um, some of these guys. And like like you said, Aaron Rodgers, uh, it makes me sick to see him in that uniform. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a scary good quarterback still in this game. 
All right. Then obviously that brings us to you and me. Um, I think we both agree we're pretty even right now at this level. Um, we haven't played each other yet. Um, we, you know, we both won our week one matches. I think um, team wise, you, I, you definitely have the advantage with uh, overall. If you're, I mean, your team is solid. You have a really good keeper or a couple of good keepers. Um, so let's talk about you. I'm going to talk about your team here and you can talk about mine. Um, I give you a, a C plus for your draft overall. I mean, like we know you missed the draft. Um, you, you had your brother drafting for you. So, um, but you did give him kind of a bit of a strategy and you're pretty happy with your team, which, um, yeah, I can't say I blame you. Um, you definitely have a solid lineup of guys. Um, Melvin Gordon, obviously being far and away, the, the, the biggest factor on your team. Uh, obviously, Andrew Luck is going to be a, another key player, but um, just from seeing some of your, your highlights in your gameplay, I mean, Melvin Gordon, I mean, how, how, awesome, is, how, how awesome has it been to play with him so far? Melvin Gordon's pretty much like a cheat code so far in my experience. His, uh, his jukes are just OP, and he's just uh, a train. He ran for over 200 yards uh, in week one against Andy in a hell of a game against Andy. And uh, I'm really excited to play with him. But it's hard. You know, I also got feeling and luck, so I can also pass it a bit too if I want. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, your, your offense is going to be, you know, pretty scary uh, with, with luck and some weapons and uh, and then Melvin Gordon rounding it out. I mean, how, you're going to have some play action options. I mean, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough to beat you. I feel like uh, I'm going to have to bring my game uh, pretty much every time. And you also got uh, your stud of a strong safety, uh, Benton Bullock, 26 years old, 94 overall. Um, yeah, I mean, that guy, he's pretty good. So that's another guy helping out your defense. Um, only thing really downside, I, you do have some older guys. Um, so, you know, you might be now in that win now mode, like you were saying before. Um, but I, I know you pretty well. I think, you know, you can build a team, you can manage a team really well. So even if you're not, you know, winning down later in the season, winning playoff games, I feel like you'll still be good for seasons to come. All right. Um, that's all I got to say about you. Go ahead and uh, pick apart my team now. Yeah. So uh, we gave uh, your team a, a draft grade of a B for a good reason. And it starts with a uh, cornerback, Kyle Fuller. There's a 90 overall, 92 speed. So, you know, He'll, he will be able to shut down Thiel, and I'm assuming that he's going to match up one-on-one with him. But And then I'm, I'm keeping with the defensive side of the ball, Jalen Smith, 24 years old, 85 overall, 87 speed, middle linebacker. I think uh, you might be able to get a couple of interceptions with him against me. I'm not looking forward to that. But on the offensive side of the ball, Cam Newton and Joe Mixon is a good one-two punch back there. And uh, I think Cam Newton's wheels will help you out. And he also got the X Factor going. And uh, so, you know, I'm going to put my QB spy on him when we play each other. But I think uh, the biggest difference with our team, the way we built our teams, even though I didn't draft most of my team, is the age. You only have uh, eight players 30 to 31 years old and no one older than that. As I, like you mentioned, I have 16 players 30 or older. So you're set up more for the future than I am. So I got to take advantage of these upcoming, you know, first couple of years in Army. And I think maybe uh, if, if you're not successful in the first couple of years, then you're time to shine. Like seasons three to six, 
So that's what I'm thinking will happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a good analysis there. Um, I think, yeah, I'm, I, I feel confident in my team. I like pretty much everybody that I drafted. I feel pretty strongly that uh, this is probably one of the most uh, excited I've been to play with a team uh, probably in any Madden. So, yeah, and this division should be really fun. I think everyone really has um, a good chance at beating everyone. I feel like this division is going to be brutal for – a few of the years, maybe every year. Um, I don't think anyone's going to really be running away with it. What do you think? No, I completely agree. I'm looking forward to the competition. I, and I, I hope that it's not a cakewalk in any aspect because I really enjoy the competition. And, you know, if you have better players in your division, you'll be better, better prepared for the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think we both kind of experienced that uh, even just last year, um, having kind of tough divisions. And, um, you know, making, making us more battle-tested, uh, each of us getting pretty big playoff wins, uh, you know, being guys that didn't have a lot of playoff wins or playoff experience. Uh, so I think that has helped us, and I think it'll help us playing each other and, and kind of beating each other up in these divisions. Um, it should be fun. All right, uh, moving on. Let's go ahead and go to the NFC East. So with the NFC East, we got – Another batch of four teams. Start at the bottom again. At the bottom, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. Narco Steve, the Eagles. Uh, first of all, he had the number two pick in the draft. And generally, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, arguably the best player. He's the cover boy, arguably the best player in the game. And you get him at the number two pick. I mean, that's, it's hard to say it's a steal, but it's kind of a steal. Um, we're giving him a B minus for his total draft. Um, overall, he's pretty good, pretty solid. He's got a really good keeper, uh, wide receiver, BJ Tucker, um, arguably one of the better receivers in the game. And, um, yeah, I mean, what else you, what else, you know, I mean, you know, Steve pretty well, you played him a lot last year. Yeah, I think, uh, like I said, in episode, uh, one, is, you know, Steve has the potential to be great, or good at least. And uh, the thing that stands out to me about his roster is he has such a dynamic offense with Mahomes, Kareem Hunt, and B.J. Tucker, the keeper, right? He could put up, you know, 40 points a game. And I'm just confused on what happened against Snorts week one, losing 24 to 6, the only passing for 230 yards and only rushing for 21 yards. That's a little, uh, you know, questionable. I don't know how, how that happened. I didn't watch the film yet. But I think uh, you just got to, you know, figure out what's work, what works. It's a new Madden. Uh, you got to change your style for Madden 19. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, like we talked about before, it's going to be a different game. There's going to be some players that we think are good that are not going to be good. There's going to be some players that we think might not be good that are going to be great. Um, that's just how Madden works. And I feel like this year it's amplified times 100 uh, because – it really is that much of a different game. So it should be very interesting uh, to see if Steve can kind of turn it around and uh, utilize a really, really solid team. Um, another thing, I mean, just looking at uh, kind of going on the theme that we've been looking at is how old uh, some of these guys are. He has 25 players that are 25 years old or younger. So, I mean, that's almost half of his team. 
that's set up for the future. So, I mean, that's pretty solid. That's up there in terms of, uh, of that number uh, in the league. So he's definitely has a lot of young talent, including Patrick Mahomes. Uh, let's see if he can, he can make it work. All right, moving on at the third spot in the NFC East division is our boy snorts and the Washington Redskins. Um, so we got, he got a night, like you mentioned, he got a big win week one. Um, as far as his draft goes, uh, we've kind of agreed it wasn't the greatest. It could have been a little better. Um, he's still confident in his team. I'm sure overall he's set up really well with a, some really good keepers. Um, he's got, I mean, his best pick by far was Saquon Barkley. And I mean, that's, in my opinion, that's who you run your offense through, right? Yeah, especially uh, this year, this Madden and his uh, X Factor. You got you got to just run the ball down the opponent's throat, and you'll eventually break out a good run and get his like, X Factor unlocked. But uh, with Snort's team, the the keeper really stands out to me in Bryant Copper, the strong safety. 99 overall, 89 speed. Don't, don't think you can ask for a better keeper there. And that really uh, elevates his team uh, compared to the drafted team that he that he uh, drafted. Yeah, you know it's funny. I feel like I, I'm pretty confident it's Cooper, but I'm I'm like I think it was mistyped in the game. I think whoever edited him may have mistyped it. I'm like 99% sure it's Cooper. I even put Cooper on our notes, but it says Copper in Madden, and now and I heard you say it, and I was like. I can't be right. Okay. Well, either way, yeah, he's really good. 99 overall. Obviously, I mean, he's going to be a stud. Uh, and that's good to have on that back end. Uh, plus, you know, making hits, causing fumbles, you know, terrorizing the middle of the field. And even playing in the run game. Like you said, it's a, a big year for running backs. So that should help him on his defensive side. And maybe that's kind of uh, what helped him win week one. So hopefully he keeps it up and uh, – Gets on a, a bit of a winning streak would be nice to see from Snorts. All right. Number two. Now we're getting to the meat and potatoes of the NFC East. Um, I think it's pretty clear who it is now after week one, uh, how these rankings list. I think it was a little less clear going into the season. I think we still had an idea of these two guys uh, between Weasel and Monkey, who is the better player after week one. Um, it was a highly anticipated matchup. Um, I mean, these guys have kind of developed a little bit of a rivalry and we did kind of want to get them, uh, almost an interview. We, we were very close to doing that. I didn't have enough time. Um, the season kind of just flew by and came upon us real quick. So sorry, we couldn't get that to you guys. Uh, the next time maybe we see a uh, weasel and monkey, we might be able to uh, get a, a little snippet of a, a rivalry interview for you. But here we go with the number two spot in the NFC East. We're going to have to give it to Monkey uh, after losing to Weasel in week one. It's not the only reason. I still think going into the week or going into the year, I believe Weasel is the better player overall, and he proved it in week one. Uh, but looking at Monkey's team, uh, very, very good team. I mean, despite the loss, one of the best teams, one of the best drafted teams in the entire league. A minus for the draft grade, which is uh, tied for our best in the NFC. Um, 
yeah, I mean, obviously his keeper, Russell Willie, is a huge player. Um, who else do you like, Brad? The, the thing that stands out to me with Monkey's team is if you sort by overall, the f- top five players are all on the defensive side of the ball. And we were talking before we went live that we think this year is going to be a little bit on, on the offensive side and that there's some things that you can't, you know, control. But that really puts him ahead of the game on defense, I feel like. And those guys are all young, too. The oldest guy is 26 out of those five. So, you know, that really – but it's not even – he's just only defense. His offense is solid, too. It's obviously, like with Willie, as you said, Marquise Goodwin, 98 speed. Yeah, Marquise set up to make a really good run here. Yeah, I mean, we all – I mean, I know Monkey really well. I played, you know, a lot of games against him last year. I mean, obviously, he likes speed. He likes fast quarterbacks. Um, he's a very good team builder. Uh, he knows what he's doing pretty much, you know, anywhere in the game. Um, so yeah, he's going to be a, a real threat. Like you said, I remember in the draft watching him go defense so many picks in the first few rounds and, uh, knowing how good he is on defense already, you know, I feel like I was getting a little nervous there. Luckily I don't have him in my division, so I'm not seeing him twice a year at least maybe once a year max. Um, But it'll be very interesting um, to see uh, how he moves forward, especially after this tough loss. I mean, put up a decent fight, but um, you know, he, he, there, there was some trash talk going into that one. So he kind of has to uh, hide his, what what do they call that? Hide his tail under his legs or walk with his tail between his legs, something like that. Right. I think, I think it's walk with the tail between your legs. legs. Yeah. Something like that. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not good with idioms and expressions and shit. Um, okay. So, but yeah, um, another note, he's got 24 players that are 25 or younger, which is again, up there for uh, the most players uh, 25 or younger. So like we said, his team is really young. Um, so he's going to be good for a long time. And we kind of already know that. So, but yeah, a minus very good monkey. Good job. All right, moving on to the number one in the NFC East, at least for our rankings. It is the New York football giants. It is Mr. Splat. It is Weasel. Um, We give him a B minus. Weasel, not the greatest draft, but it is pretty solid overall. Still has a really good team. And um, let's take a look here. I mean, obviously, Khalil Mack. He's a beast. Well, Mac is 99 overall, um, the top five players in the game, if not the probably the most dominant defensive player in the game, along with Aaron Donald, wouldn't you say? No, I, I agree. I mean, in real life, you saw what he could do last year, getting to quarterback a million times. And uh, I think this Madden will probably translate with the X factors. And uh, But I think Weasel did a good job of um, making the team the way that he wants it and the way, you know, the weasel way of playing that has upset so many in the past, including me. But he's got Derrick Henry. I'm sure that he's going to run into the ground in the backfield. Although the one thing is uh, his offensive line is a little weak, and we've seen a lot of bad offensive lines throughout looking at these teams in our prep. And, you know, it's a big controversial topic is does O-line really matter? And I've done pretty good with having a pretty bad O-line so far. 
but you know, I'm still out to, uh, you know, to see. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you talk about when you look at his past game, his his offensive game. He's definitely kind of a run first um, and check down uh, thrower, and he even has Alex Smith on his roster, which I doubt he's going to use as a starter, or he hasn't been. Uh, he also he, his starter is going to be Josh Allen, and uh, the number one reason for that. The guy has 99 throw power. I mean, come on. So maybe he's changing his his ways. Maybe he's going to be, you know, starting to throw some some bombs. Um, I mean, he's got a stud wide receiver, uh, Jamie Birmingham. J- Jamie Birmingham, his keeper, second year player, uh, 26 years old, and he has 93 speeds. So, I mean, not lightning quick, but up there. But his catching is insane. 99 catch, 99 catch in traffic, 99 uh, route running. I mean, the guy is just going to be a stud. So look for him to maybe have some some deep bombs with that 99 throw power. All righty. That wraps it up for the NFC East. Pretty solid division all around. All right, let's move on to the NFC South. All right, so looking at the NFC South once again, um, this is an interesting one with, uh, three players and then, uh, three users who might shuffle around a bit, but we probably know who the top dog is in that division. Uh, let's start at the bottom. We're given the bottom spot to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, rat bastard. We gave him a B minus draft grade. Um, you'll see a lot of B's and B minuses here, meaning, I mean, a lot of people didn't, you know, played pretty well or drafted pretty well. And, um, but you know, there, there's room for improvement here and there. So, and it's the same with the Buccaneers, uh, but he has a really good uh, first round pick in Jalen Ramsey. And uh, he's got a few other good players. Um, Daniel Hunter being another one. Uh, actually, what is happening here? Maybe did I miss? Oh no, I'm good. Yep, we're good. I am losing my mind. All right, we're cool. So yeah, he's got a uh, Jalen Ramsey, uh, obviously one of the best corners in the game, if not the best corner of the game, and Daniel Hunter also on the defense, 87 overall. And uh, yeah, who else does he have, Brad? So uh, the standout to me is a uh, Tom Brady. I know, surprising that I say that. But Tom Brady's got that interesting X factor this year with the hot routes, I believe. And uh, it's kind of an interesting pick by him because Tom Brady, obviously, usually if you're going to pick him, you're going to be in a win-now mode. I don't know if he'll be able to compete, especially, you know, with BLD, as we'll talk about in a little bit. I think it's just going to be a scrap between the bottom three guys in that division to see who can get to second and hopefully try to snag a wild card somehow. But he didn't do as good with Tom Brady as I thought that he might have been able to. I think he had six or seven interceptions today against uh, Shane. So, you know, hopefully he, uh, you know, works that out. But I think he's got a pretty solid team. Obviously, we're giving B B minus. And he can do – there's a lot to work with here. Yeah, I mean, the team is good. But, you know, it's only as good as the user. And, I mean, I feel like we can agree here that um, the user – is a pretty much much bigger factor than uh, overall or your, your, your players overall skill and your players ratings a lot of the time, especially quarterback. I mean, that can be a really 
tough position when you're playing against some of the better defensive players, um, you know, in Madden. And, you know, this league is full of really good defensive users. So you can have Tom Brady, um, you know, he's 42 years old. Um, he's still really, really good, even in the game. He's obviously much better in real life. But if you don't, if you don't have the decision-making skills, if you don't have the read, the, you're not able to read the defenses, it's going to be difficult to perform like Tom Brady, even with Tom Brady. So, um, yeah, I mean, team's pretty solid overall. Um, but like you said, he's got a lot to prove. Uh, he's going to have to try to battle it out, hopefully for a wild card spot. I really don't see him ever making a run at the division title, unfortunately. All right, let's move on. Um, the number three spot, we got Charlie Hustle and the Falcons. Uh, we're giving them a B draft grade and a very familiar face. Uh, his keeper being one of his key players. Uh, who, who would that be? That would be uh, my old pal. Jamin Gardner, 94 overall, 26 years old, 79 speed. He can, you know, get a uh, scramble every once in a while. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, like you said, you know him really well. He's obviously going to be uh, a, a stud quarterback for him. Uh, hopefully, again, in this situation, uh, he's got to, he's got to put him to the test. He's got to play well make the right, make the right reads, make the right decisions. Um, I, I think he, he won his first game. So um, kudos to him. I believe he beat uh, the Vikings actually. So it's a pretty solid win. Uh, he's also got another uh, former Patriot, uh, Stefan Gilmore, 94 overall cornerback. Um, so that's another good player uh, to help out his defense. Um yeah, he's got he's got a solid roster, but a lot of his guys are kind of aging, and that's that's one thing uh, that you know you have to kind of balance it out, like we talked about. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I uh, the age is definitely a factor, but I think uh, he might have one of the best like top heavy teams when you look at the ninety overalls. He has like seven or eight over ninety overall, and he has six X factors, which I might think might be might be the most in the league. Uh, but you know, like if, if there's a team that can give BLD a run right now in these early years, it would be this team. I don't know too much about Charlie Hustle's user ability and, you know, the player he is, but this is the roster you build to try and compete with BLD. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're definitely right. I think, um, I, like you said, it's very top heavy, uh, a lot of, uh, win now type players, um, a lot of proven talent for sure. I mean, his backup quarterback is the lead, the all-time leading passer in yards, Drew Brees. <laughs> so that's his backup. So, I mean, let's just – yeah. I mean, he, he, he has got a solid team. Uh, let's just see how he uses them. Uh, hopefully he has a good run. Again, it, he's got a lot to prove. Let's see if he can do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Number two in the NFC South. Um, we're giving it to the other member, not named BLD in the NFC South. And that is the Carolina Panthers and Dogfather. All right. Let's talk about these Panthers. Some key players on this team. 
Uh, how about stud wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, 99 overall. Uh, as far as draft grade goes, pretty solid. Uh, we gave him a straight up B. Um, he, man, he gave a real butt whooping to Maddening, Maddening in uh, week one, 58 to 20 was the score on that one. Uh, his quarterback, keeper, Sean McGarahan, uh, former of former Browns glory, he threw six touchdowns. So uh, look out for this guy to be a real stud. Any any thoughts, Brad? I, I think McGarahan is the, the guy to watch. And if Dog, you know, he showed in game one what he can do with him. And we saw what McGarahan could do in Cleveland. And I think McGarahan can lead the Panthers pretty far. But another thing looking at the Panthers roster is uh, he has 23 players, 25 or younger. So he's really setting up his team for the future. And, you know, you got a good – McGarahan's only 26. You'll be able to build around him. You got Alvin Kamara in the backfield, 24 years old, 91 overall. Right? So we got he's got some good pieces that he could build around and get supplemental pieces. And, you know, maybe a couple seasons, he'll be right up there. Yeah, it's a really well-balanced team. I, I'd argue it's one of the most well-balanced teams in the league from what we've seen so far. I mean, he has uh, some of his top guys. I mean, he has – two lights out safeties and Earl Thomas, Harrison Smith, um, both 30 years old. So, I mean, they got a few years left, but they're still going to be real solid. Uh, he's got a, a solid D end uh, Witherspoon. Uh, and then, like you said, uh, a, a one, two, three punch with McGarahan, Kamara and Deandre Hopkins. I mean, it doesn't get much better than those three guys as your one, two, three uh, f- for the future. I mean, all three of those guys are uh, 27, 26, and 24 years old. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like he's got a chance to kind of compete now, but he's also set up really, really well for the future. So it should be very interesting to see uh, how he performs. And I definitely could see him uh, giving BLD, you know, maybe a run for his money one of these seasons um, near the top of that division and definitely a wildcard contender pretty much every year. So we'll see if he can keep it up. All right. And then taking the top spot in the NFC South is the three-time Madden 19 RML champion, BLD. Blood runs orange and the New Orleans Saints. So he got his favorite team and uh, he got some solid players on this team. Mostly his keepers. Uh, let's talk about those guys. Omar Payne. Um, we all know that name. Omar Komen. Um, <laughs> for anyone that gets that reference, you're welcome. That was that was great. Um, okay. So let's give him a C-plus for a draft grade. Um, and then so his, his overall his draft wasn't anything stellar. I think uh, – he would say the same. He definitely wasn't feeling it the way he normally does, but we can't count him out. You know, he's going to be good. And uh, Brad, I'm pretty sure you saw the score from week one. What do you have to say? So I think the thing that stands out is Omar Payne. He's going to bring a lot of pain to opponents this year. 92 overall, 94 speed. Honestly, it's kind of scary. They didn't be able to use hands. And I think he might uh, be getting – some awards in the near future. 
But I think uh, BLD will admit that the draft grades like a C plus or a C. But I think BLD has a strategy here. And they're all, all every player 26 or younger. But I think BLD knows that he can develop these players and that he can get away with having, you know, lower overall guys because he's such a good user. I think that might might have been more true in Madden 19. But Madden 20, I feel like you kind of need those top-tier guys, with the X-Factors, to really, you know, guarantee some certain plays, some catches, you know. So I think BLD might find some struggles there. Obviously, week one, 59 nothing, But, you know, the opponent wasn't top dog territory. So I'm really interested to see his upcoming schedule playing against the top dog to see how he fares with this current team that he has right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you said, you said it all. I mean, he's, he's one of the best users in the game on defense. He's got, you know, great decision-making on offense. He's just, yeah, he's hard to beat. He's, he's just that good. Um, he got definitely a lot of luck in the game and against, uh, I think it was Corey um, in week one. So, you know, yeah, I think he had five defensive touchdowns. So obviously a lot of mistakes building up uh, for him to kind of capitalize on. But um, yeah, like you said, I mean, he's, he's got a, a young team. Let's talk about that. Uh, not one player over the age of 26. How insane is that? Everyone is 26 or younger. Yeah, that is Definitely the only player in the league that has uh, that, that that can say that. So um, Josh Roberts on the defensive side, another really good uh, young keeper that's going to be a stud for a long time. So plus he's got Denzel Ward on the uh, as his corner and uh, Jared Goff. I mean, literally all of his top guys are like 24, 23, 22. I mean, it's scary to think that this team could be like really, really good uh, in two or three years. And, you know, already he's beating people 59 nothing. So it's going to be very interesting to see if anyone can stop him this year. All right. Moving on to the last but not least, the NFC West. The NFC West. Okay. All right, number four in this division. We're going to give it to the San Francisco 49ers. First of all, let's uh, just give credit to this division. Uh, they started off uh, – everyone is 1-0. Everyone won their first game. Is that right? I think it is. Let's, let's see. No, no, Maddening lost uh, to uh, oh, a yeah. dog. Yeah, that was a typo. Bradley. Our, Bradley. My fault. My fault. <laughs> That's okay. We're leaving it in. We're doing it live. Okay. Well, three out of four won. Maddening struggled uh, uh, against Dog. Nope. Two out of four won. <laughs> you beat Cardinals. What are you doing, Bradley? I know. Okay. Time He's to fire me. <laughs> He's giving everyone a win. He's like, oh, screw it. Everyone gets a win. Okay. Well, so disregard everything. Um, let's start at the bottom. We got 49ers. Uh, Mr. Phil Kessel, our our uh, resident hockey player Shane, and uh, we gave him a pretty solid draft. Uh, he, he a draft grade of a B plus. Uh, I feel like he has a really solid team. Um, he's got a big 
a, a really great running back, Ezekiel Elliott, maybe one of the best in the league. Uh, you've got Richard Sherman, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, very, very solid team. But once again, uh, a lot of guys getting up there in age. Um, any thoughts on, on Shane's team? I think it's an interesting construction. Obviously, Zeke Elliott will be able to carry the load. I feel like he's got Marcus Mariota as, as a QB, a mobile quarterback. But, like, the age is the biggest factor here, I think, with, uh, with Shane. And, you know, set up to win now. Obviously, you know, the big bad Tillman up ahead of the division. So it's going to be tough to win a division here. But, you know, going for that wild card spot. And I, th- I think he's got the team to do it right now. It's just all about user input now. Yeah, I think the team is is built pretty well for for the next few years. Uh, I don't think it's you know A or A minus territory because, uh, like we said, a lot of these guys aren't in you know some of them aren't in their prime anymore or at, at the very end of their prime, like Richard Sherman, for instance. Um, so you know he's still very good. He's still an elite corner. Uh, he's still an X factor. He has um, you know, some, some really good play left in him as well as Kendall Fuller. I mean, he's got some good corners. Um, and he's got, you know, uh, some good secondary in general. Uh, but again, I think age is just going to come into play, uh, in a few years, but I mean, depending on how well he does, uh, he might be picking, you know, early in some of these drafts. So he might be able to, uh, rebuild his team pretty quickly, or maybe not. Maybe he surprises us all and he turns it around and, and starts competing for a wild card spot. Um, so we'll see what Shane is able to do. We have him in the bottom for now, uh, but I could definitely see him uh, jumping up a few spots here uh, with with uh, the more you know he gets to play. So moving on um, to the number three spot here in the NFC West, our – Commissioner, the Arizona Cardinals, Andy Akers. And for our draft grade, we give him a B minus. Um, you got to play him week one. We all saw it, uh, or some of us saw it. It was a legendary game, legendary season opener. Um, definitely some controversy at the end. Um, what do you got to say about Andy and, and your game and how you feel about him? Well, first of all, it was a hell of a game. I don't think I could come up with any other way that you would want an opening day game to go. It's just like an entertainment aspect for all the fans that were watching. Obviously, I came out on top and I won, so I can, you know, be a little bit more happy about the result. But yeah, let's be real. The ref sucked, right? That pass interference call was ridiculous, and we need to – have discipline and RML taken on those refs. But anyways, uh, his roster is built very well, and I was struggling yesterday. Ben Roethlisberger threw for over 400 yards against me. He was unstoppable. Everybody was getting open. He had, and Andy was doing a ton of quick passes, no time to get to the quarterback. Andy had the passing game figured out, which I don't think we've ever seen in Madden 19 from him, right? With the, having a 400-yard game and being in a game like that. But – Besides that, the roster is very well constructed. The top guys are very young. Angel Gonzalez, the keeper, 96 overall. Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. He, he burnt me a couple times. And Leighton Vander Esch, right outside linebacker, 23 years old. Man, Andy has a lot of toys to play with here. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I really do think this is the year that he turns it around and um, becomes the player that, you know, we all think he can be. He's shown glimpses of it here and there. Um, 19, he started to improve greatly at the end. Finally starting to, um, you know, become a solid user on defense. And if he can, you know, if he can ramp up the offense like we saw in week one, uh, I absolutely think he can uh, challenge some of these guys in the NFC and, you know, give some of us a run in, for that wild card spot. Um, yeah, it really just uh, is going to come down to if he can keep it up and if he can play consistent every game. I mean, I, he's the only one to start, but it was a tough loss, but he played really well. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's got, like you said, I really like that Angel Gonzalez. He's going to be a real big stud uh, for a long time. And, uh, yeah, Big Ben, you know, a few years, he's got some X Factor too. So uh, it's going to be real exciting to see if he can uh, kind of make a run and become the player we want him to. We're rooting. Okay. Technical difficulties, but we're back. Anyway, like we were saying, sorry for the dead air there. Los Angeles Rams, maddening, our favorite drunk uncle. Um, as, as far as drafting goes, not super stellar. We actually uh, gave him a C, which is the lowest of the NFC grades uh, for this podcast today. So uh, let's talk about some of his good – I mean, he's got some solid players. He's got Tyreek Hill, uh, obviously his boy, his, his stud wide receiver with – uh, 99 speed, so he's hoping to uh, u- utilize him quite often, I'm sure. Um, what else do you see? What else do you like, Brad? I think obviously his uh, keeper, Connor Barry, who uh, didn't really get utilized as much as he should have last year on the Panthers with their like, three quarterback ring that they had going. Uh, I think that really carries that team, the overall right here, makes it look a lot better than if you didn't have him. And obviously you draft knowing that you're going to get that keeper. Um, but really, there's really not much I love here. Nick Chubb, I had success with last year, and he's better now this year. 23 years old, 85 overall. But Madden doesn't like to run, as we know, so he's probably going to go to waste. But everybody else, I'm really uh, – Landon Collins is a very good defensive piece, but I think uh, we gave him a C for a reason. And uh, Madden obviously didn't come to play today against Dog, but, you know, the alcohol might have gotten to him. And, you know, we had a whole big deal, but let's save that for another date. But I think um, it's kind of – honestly, I think he might even finish third in this division here. Like we just talked about Andy and Shane, right? They've got the rosters to compete with Maddening, and it doesn't matter about the user skill necessarily, especially after what Maddening showed today. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see if he can adapt. I feel like uh, the gameplay, like we said, has changed a lot. Uh, so maybe uh, it's not fitting his style as much as he uh, it, as it used to before, and he hasn't been able to adapt as quickly. Uh, aside from Tyreek Hill, like we said, I'm, uh, as far as the draft goes, there's not a whole lot to love. Nick Chubb is pretty good. Um, Landon Collins, decent. But, um, you know, Connor Berry, of course, the keeper is, is the key. I feel like, uh, you know, if he can get him on – 
you know, at least uh, a top 10 trajectory uh, and, and kind of keep him there and, and limit the turnovers. That's going to be the key for him. So uh, yeah, week one didn't look so hot, but hopefully he can turn it around. Um, you know, we know he has the skill and I think, um, but like you said, I think, I think Andy could definitely give him a run uh, in that division for maybe the second spot. I don't see either of them really competing with our next guy. Um, let's go ahead and get to it with the final player in the NFC today for this podcast. Uh, it is our boy Tillman, Seattle Seahawks, the silent defender, the whisper in the wind. Um, yeah, let's talk about Tillman. He's a two-time uh, Madden 19 RML champion. As far as the draft goes, a very interesting draft for Tillman this year. Um, we give him a B overall. I um, Let's talk about some of his key players here. Um, J.J. Watt, uh, he's a 97 overall. He's his highest overall player. He's 30 years old, but obviously he can still go. He's a beast. He's, you know, one of the better DNs in the game. He's going to terrorize some quarterbacks. And, you know, for a, for a player, for a user who had, I think it was over 100 sacks in season six of Madden 19, it's pretty scary to think that he has a guy like this on his D-line, wouldn't you say? Completely agree. You know, Tillman's always scary to uh, play. But it's not just Watt. It's the whole defensive line. J.J. Watt left in 97 overall. He's got Thaddeus Stamer, 92 overall, right end, 25 years old. And then defensive tackle, Geno Atkins, 31 years old, 91 overall. How are you going to get past that line? With his user skills and the rest of his team he built, it's already scary. I think I got to get in the division, obviously, here. I don't see anybody really competing with him. And the biggest thing is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, not the highest overall in Madden, but we all know his speed that he's got. And now Tillman has a mobile quarterback to play with. He's got the keeper, Kendall Bishop, 86 overall, 93 speed. There's a lot to like about Tillman's team here. And that makes it a scary thought for us. And it makes, a, it makes it a scary thought for us too, specifically being an NFC, knowing that that would be waiting for us in the playoffs if we are so lucky to get there. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. Um... I, I agree with every every point you made. Uh, I feel like Lamar Jackson and Kendall Bishop, that dynamic duo is going to be haunting us for basically all of Madden 20. There's no going around it. I don't see him trading either of those guys. I don't see either of them losing their jobs. So <laughs> I feel like they're going to be good and they're going to get better every year. And it's going to be just awful. It's going to be awful. But in a good way. We love watching it and it's almost inspiring. Um, but, and then you got, you know, some good receiving core. Um, he's, I, yeah, he knows how to build a team really well. Of course. I mean, you got Cooper cup, you got uh, Dante Pettis, some good young receivers. So again, a building for the future, but a guy who we know can win now, uh, it's just scary, man. He's got a great interior line. Um, like we said, J.J. Watt, a defense line is just stacked. 
there's just so much to like about this roster. Um, I'm, I'm leaning towards giving it more of a B plus actually now that I'm thinking, looking at it again. Um, it really is a really good roster. And for a guy as good as he is to have this roster, it's just going to be a nightmare. What do you think? Anything, any other last thoughts? I completely agree with you on Tillman there. But um, I think this whole uh, podcast, I hope you guys enjoyed it. But looking at these rosters very thoroughly, like we did, really puts a light onto who, who drafted well, who has a you know okay team. And, you know, now we got to see what, you know, there's one thing to build a roster and draft well. It's one thing to go out on the field and execute the plays that you call and to win those games. So I've never been this excited for a Madden season in my life. Madden 20 has been very fun for me to play. The chat is popping. The league is popping. We, we advanced in less than 24 hours. I hope we keep that pace up. It, we got no force wins the first week. I hope, you know, we see minimal force wins throughout the year. And, man, I'm just excited for this season. Yeah, couldn't have said it better. I love I love this league. I love all of you guys. Uh, it's been so fun, and I'm super pumped. And, yeah, I just love the game, and I love this league. And uh, the game's different. It's a new game. Everyone's got a fresh start. So let's keep it up, boys, and uh, let's keep the, the drama in the DMs or not at all. And uh, let's just have some fun. And with that, uh, I think we're going to end this podcast here. Uh, I did have a little idea that I'm going to do uh, on this kind of spur of the moment because I, I wanted to uh, play a little thing here from that reference I made earlier. So we're going to do a little clip of the, of the day for the podcast. All right, here we go. One second. Got to get my mic closer to the speaker. I don't know what's going to happen. This is just a video. <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's good stuff. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. BLD, uh, we need to get the Saints to play that on the, the video board when he scores a touchdown. Omar Cohen, yo. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for Cheese and Chowder, episode four. Uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate the sport so much. Um, we couldn't do this without you guys. Uh, we wouldn't do this without you guys. Um, and that's about it. Tune in next time, and we'll see you when we see you. As always, guys, thank you for listening. You can now catch us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, and Pocket Casts. And remember to smash that subscribe button and tune in next time. Mm-hmm.